0: Four, three,
1: two. What's up, true believers? And welcome to, and we can officially say this now, episode one of the Marvel Mondays initiative here on the Penultimate Conquest. We used to be tied with our cross-media show when we talked about the MCU, but we figured the MCU is big enough. It deserved its own programming. So yes, we decided to start the my Mar- yeah, the Marvel Ruben jeez tongue twied tongue twied see twied I can't <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: stay Marvel Mondays initiative five times fast. It's really difficult. It is so welcome to the Marvel Mondays initiative. Today's topic is of course episode one of our brand new show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier titled New World Order. So strap in, everyone, because we've got quite a show for you today. If you are watching on YouTube, please consider dropping us a like and a sub. And don't forget to hit that bell to get notifications for when new shows, such as our video game show, The Penultimate Conquest, and our TV movie show called The Cross Media Show, and our very own anime show titled Anime Nation. For those of you who do not know me, I am Eric, one of your hosts, one of your friendly neighborhood co-hosts, you would say, for the time being, is always our trusted director, the boss man himself, Mister Ruben Guerrero has joined me. Ruben, how are you today?
0: I know that was a hard thing for you to say, the director of, uh, you know, because you like to be very subordinate, and quite honestly, I'm writing you up for that.
1: Okay, we're, we're not starting. <laughs> we're not starting that kind of show right now, Ruben. Okay. So okay. Just, okay. It, it, it I'm do, I'm doing
0: good. I'm 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 doing good. Eric, <laughs> how about you? It's a great week. You know, it was a great week.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's uh it's been pretty good. Uh, a lot of fun Marvel stuff. I just finished Thor Ragnarok today. Watched nice. rewatch it for the first time in a while. Still a great movie. And uh, I just started Black Panther for the first time since Chadwick's passing, and it's really tough yeah. to watch it at the start. It's really it's really sad. Um, but anyway, enough about me, Ruben. We have some spectacular guests with us today to talk Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, our first guest this evening, Ruben, is a man who needs no introduction, except for the one I'm about to do. (laughs) He may just be the most positive person on the internet when he's not tweeting about Sebastian Stan and just being a positive force for good. He's here joining us, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ethan Brandon. Ethan, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm a Sebastian Stan Stan.
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: I, I'm very happy we could get you on the show to talk, Falcon Winter Soldier. So, e- Ethan, tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
2: So, I'm Ethan. I am very prominent in the uh, Kind of Funny Facebook community. Um, that's where I like to hang out. That's how I know most of you now. And um, yeah, so that's me. And I'm a huge Marvel fan, so that's why I'm here. And I can't wait to talk about it with you guys.
1: Very excited to have you here with us. Now, our next guest, Ruben, is a big up-and-comer in the games industry. You can find him him writing for Comics and Games Magazine, podcasting for Thank You Games, and being the co-host tower fm radio when we bring it back because it's gonna come back ladies and gentlemen row row how are you doing
3: i'm doing pretty good doing pretty good thank you so much for having me on again also a huge marvel fan myself so i'm excited to talk about it for
1: sure i lost my train of thought Ruben. that's what (laughs) happens uh but no very excited to have you back row um i know you've been on this channel a few times and Very excited to always have you back. So thank you for coming back. Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty of this episode, we have a few questions to ask our guests, Ruben. That's right. Gentlemen, your first question is, what is your favorite MCU movie? Ethan, I'm going to start with you.
2: Uh, That one's easy. It's Captain America and the Winter Soldier.
0: He's
1: not wrong.
2: That's a really, like, It's perfect. It's a perfect movie. It's like, it's just so good.
1: Some would say it's the best.
2: It it is the best.
1: (laughs) I'd say it's
0: one of the best. I don't know if it's the best.
1: Ruben, I'm talking to our guests, not you. (laughs) You'll have your own time in the sun. Yeah, well,
3: everyone's allowed to be wrong, sir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. Ray, right, what about you? What is your favorite MCU movie?
3: I hate to sound redundant, but I completely agree with Ethan. It, Captain America: Winter Soldier, is my favorite. I recently watched it uh, this weekend, rewatched it, and yeah, it's still my favorite. It's amazing. I love the action in it. I love like the espionage sort of theme or like mood that it has. Um, yeah, everything about it I love. It's a great Marvel movie, and, and one of the few that I feel like you could just show anybody. And I've kind be of fine. frozen a little bit Watch
1: here, it. so you may have to repeat that, row.
3: Okay. I, I was going to say, I think I that's think one of those I we're some technical issues movies. right now.
1: Give me
0: one second, row. Hold on. Let's see if oh. I can kick him out and then bring him back. Know. Hold on.
1: I can't oh. hear you guys. Hold on <laughs> one second. <laughs> no.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Finally, he's gone. Anyway,
1: right. so... <laughs> about that, everyone. Had a, a few technical issues. Ro, you may have to repeat that question. No problem. I, I, was, uh, I was just saying... Repeat the was, answer. I asked the question. Okay, I'm <laughs> confused. Please, no, I'm go uh,
3: no, just going to finish off by saying I feel like it's one of the Marvel movies that... Um, you don't need to know the connections too much. Of course, there's the, the Winter Soldier part that is important, but I feel like you just throw that movie at somebody and they could just they'll still enjoy it without knowing the baggage or backstories of most of the MCU characters. I feel like it's a good standalone Marvel movie. But,
1: oh, absolutely! Yeah. Yeah. And It's definitely required viewing to understand like where these characters are going, especially in this show. Um, next up, um, another thing that involves these characters, uh, Mr. Brandon, are you yet? Yeah team captain or are you team iron man
2: oh team cap all the way yes yeah all the way
1: smart there's a reason why we had you on the show
2: yeah (laughs) like not even that
3: isn't even a question
1: got you ro what about you are you team cap or team iron man
3: I am Team Cap Recent, recently. I, I watched that movie a couple of times, and I, I never know what side to fall on because I, I love Iron Man. I love Tony Stark, obviously. And Spider-Man being on his side kind of just influenced me just because he had that member. It was kind of like an unfair advantage for Tony Stark just because Peter was there. But mm-hmm. uh, in the end, yeah, I think I'm uh, on Team Cap. For, for...
1: And I know uh, co-host here on the show, um, Christian the beautiful thing about civil war we've talked about this is like each viewing you may have a different side that you like because both sides have excellent points yeah like both sides are Mm -hmm. definitely for sure definitely have strong uh, arguments for both so last question ethan what is your favorite mcu character or who i should say
2: peggy carter that's a first. Excellent yeah, choice, I, 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 Peggy. On here, Peggy, Peggy is awesome. So I was gonna say like Steve Rogers, obviously, but um, I just I love Peggy's character arc, like throughout basically all of like Intel Endgame. Basically, she's in it, but um, she's just such a good character, and like Agent Carter is such a is one of the few ABC shows that's like still canon. And, like, it was amazing. Yeah. I miss it.
1: Yeah, Agent Carter is fantastic. Everyone should Mm -hmm. watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus.
2: Yeah, it is. And then join me in, like, commiserating the fact that we never got a third season.
1: It's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. They could have done some cool stuff with that. But but at least we're getting new uh, Peggy Carter stuff with the What If show.
2: Yeah. yes we're we're
1: so, getting Captain UK so that's awesome very very excited to see where that yeah. goes um, Ro what about you what did, who is your favorite MCU character?
3: Uh, Spider-Man he's been my favorite for since I was like a kid and every iteration of him I, I love I even like the Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man mm. um, yeah I, I love those movies still I know they're not the best out of all of them I'll never argue that they're the best but I'll never say that they're the worst even though Technically, they are, but I still love those movies.
1: Um,
3: yeah. But uh, yes, Peter Parker, Tom Holland is doing a fantastic job as Peter. Um, I'm excited to see what we're going to get in December with where that story goes. But Spider-Man has been my favorite character for forever. Yeah,
1: I, I can agree to that. I that he is my favorite fictional character, so I, I completely understand. So, but enough about Spider-Man and Peggy Carter. It's time for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, everyone. So, let's get into this episode. Now, the episode starts with one Sam Wilson appears to be ironing a shirt. And you can tell there's some type of somber thing about this. He's putting on like a suit and he uh, looks at the shield. And then you get the snippets from Endgame of... um, Feels like the shield belongs to somebody else. So then you hear old Steve goes, it doesn't. Um, so when I first watched this, I was wondering if this was going to be Cap's funeral. I thought, you know, with like, uh, him looking at the shield, I thought they were going to show that Steve passed away since he's old, but we go into the next scene, which is, um, Sam giving the shield to the, what appears to be the Smithsonian and they have a um, Steve Rogers exhibit. And I, I, th- I think it's really that scene where Sam gives the speech about how important the shield is and how important Captain America was, I think really cements for me why um, just the MCU's version of Captain America is one of the best Marvel has. He was such a force for good, even if it meant, you know, it wasn't the right thing the good thing at the time, it was always the right thing. Yeah. And that he was, uh, I have no better word here to say, but he was a shield for everyone. He protected everyone. Um, And yeah, God, I'm going to miss Captain America so much, which is a theme that could be said about this show. But um, it was nice. Uh, We see uh, Captain Rhodes in the crowd. They did not expect Don Cheadle to show up. I did not think he was going to be in the show. Um, but then they have a nice, you know, heart to heart talk about, hey, why didn't you take up the mantle? Why didn't you do this? And Falcon's just like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't. Um, and so I, I think it really that scene really hits hard for me personally because both Rhodes and Sam basically lost their guy. Um Rody lost Tony to death and then Sam lost Cap because he he hung up his shield. So um what what do you guys think so far about you know the Sam speech about what Captain America means? Uh Ruben, I'm going to start with you.
0: Oh boy.
1: Um This was a bit
0: hard to watch because I am probably a a huge Captain America fan. And, like, I wanted to slap Sam in the face because, like, he gave you the shield. Just just accept it for what it is because it's yours now. So why would you give it up? Uh, I do... um, like the uh, speech that he gave it was uh pretty heartfelt and i i felt a a sense of not nostalgia per se but like uh, what's the word i'm looking for here i don't know what the word i'm looking for here is but i i camaraderie i guess and it was just good to see i i wish we got more cap you know but
1: uh just the heartfelt scene when he just looks to his left and goes thank you captain america i was yeah. just like oh, oh no oh no <laughs> Ro, what, Ro, what do you think so far about um, like the sam speech
3: yeah it it like right group it did it did hit really uh really hard and this this show is obviously all going to be about or i hope it's all going to be about Tony or falcon coming to realize that he does deserve to hold the shield and maybe by the end he'll pick it up and use it more but he's obviously not in that place yet where he's ready to take up that mantle for whatever reason, maybe he doesn't think he's worthy. He thinks it's just, uh, Steve's to, to wield, um, watching this and kind of talking about Spider-Man just now, I never thought of it this way until recently, but the shield is, is kind of like Spider-Man's mask where anybody could have it. Anybody could have gotten the super soldier serum, which I think may be a theme in this show as well. We're talking about theories later, but yeah, I, anybody could hold the shield as long as they're true of heart, obviously. But yeah, I feel like Sam is going to realize that he can wield that too because he he was chosen by the of America. So I, I hope he comes to terms with that eventually. But uh, yeah, it was a, definitely a sad, sad scene, and them putting it away in the capsule and them saying like, "You did the right choice." And then we'll talk about the ending later. I don't want to you know <laughs> go too much into it. But yeah, I also. Uh...
0: I also just wanted to quickly say like maybe the pay wasn't that good, you know. <laughs> yeah. 15 bucks an well, hour.
1: We'll, we'll get into that. Okay. In a bit. Uh Ethan, what do you think about that scene?
2: The yeah, like I that scene says a lot about like kind of where we are right now too, like politically, and I was like and I kind of felt that a little bit. Um but Man, I feel for Sam. Like his best friend died. And I was surprised that Bucky wasn't there too. But yeah. I'm like, I was sad. I cried a little bit. I thought we were going to get a funeral scene with Steve. But obviously, he's, he might be off doing moon stuff. Who knows?
1: (laughs) Who knows? Indeed. Yeah.
2: So. And then that was uh, an emotional scene for me because like Steve was um besides Peggy is my favorite was my favorite character and this show for me too is gonna be me like accepting the fact that he's gone just as much as the characters so yeah
1: we're we're going to get a little bit more in like the performances here, but I I want to give a shout out to Anthony Mackie's like that moment, like right before they switch into the next scene, he has that moment of staring at the shield and like the side shot they use for him. Just like looking forward. I, oh man, such a powerful, powerful scene. But speaking of powerful things happening, let's go to the next scene. Um, we get our, You know, a pretty standard Marvel action. Um, Sam working with the United States Air Force uh, to get a prisoner, I believe. It was a a captain in the United States Air Force. He was um, held captive by one Baltrock the Leaper, who we have not seen since Captain America the Winter Soldier. And they, I believe, they were in, I forget which, was it Tanzania? I think so. Yeah. Because I know they were trying to not get into Libyan airspace. Yes. Uh, during this action scene. But yeah, Sam, you know, he has that moment where <laughs> he just jumps out of the plane. That, that was that was pretty that was pretty ballsy of him. Like, even though he's a trained professional, just a shot of him. But like, all right, I got this. And just falls backwards and just goes out. We see the new Falcon suit. And it looks really cool. The red and the white. Um... And then when I saw he was using the wings, I was like, oh, man, I bet there's some Stark technology in there. I guess we did find out that there is some Stark technology in the wings. Um, And then we see Sam, you know, just kicking ass, just going into the plane, start beating the hell out of guys and rescuing the captain. And then it just turns into this giant aerial chase through planes and helicopters. And it was just so fun to look at. As much as I like, I like, I really enjoyed the WandaVision you know, magic stuff. I just enjoyed seeing things blow up again. It was so much fun, and uh, I, I wonder what the budget was for the uh, guys' helicopters because they had way too many heat-seeking missiles, probably, for what usually goes in a helicopter. Um, but it was really cool. I think the moment when they're in the helicopter. Um they're in the helicopter, I'm like, all right, where'd he go? And Sam's just right there in the sea with them. Like, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh it's just uh Marvel knows how to do action shots so well. And this kind of gave me some Iron Man one vibes of stuff, just you know, in the desert just be exploding. Um and then you have the pressure of getting all this done really quickly. And you know there's the stereotypical in an action shot oh something's not working on oh, my suit real quick and then at the last second all right i rerouted power let's get back into it. And it just it was fun to see a super confident sam as opposed to you know the somberness that we got at the speech but just seeing him in his element of being able to just go wild i thought that was really neat so uh does anyone have any thoughts on the action piece what they think uh i want to talk about I that
0: am- ending uh, okay Ruben, go ahead of just him picking him up like him re- getting uh his route rerouted and just mm-hmm. flying through <laughs> the helicopter and picking the guy up and just going it would it was
3: awesome i loved it
1: it was so cool it was so well choreographed with how yeah. they did all the stuff ro what'd you think of the action scenes
3: i uh, i loved it as well the uh when he uh like Ruben was saying when he said, "I I figured out my new plan," or I forgot the, the the line exactly, or it was like, "We have to figure out another way." Towards I the got ground. it. I, was like, I got it. And yeah. then he just went through there. That was awesome. But yeah, the squirrel suits were were awesome. How they took the prisoner and just like put him on the back, and obviously he had nothing. He couldn't do anything because he didn't have a parachute. He can't just let go. Yeah. So he's like screaming, holding on to the the the, the, the guy's back. I love the the action scenes in that. Um, But yeah, like you were like you guys were saying, seeing Sam confident like this and just pretty much proving that he can be a Captain America if he wanted to, being able to handle himself in these types of situations um, was was awesome. And good on Marvel for making, first of all, Captain America. I, I love Captain America now. It wasn't until these movies that I started enjoying his character. And Characters like Falcon, like, like the Hulk, even like, I love these guys now and seeing Bucky and, and, uh, Falcon get their own show to like expand. Like, I think people were saying they have more lines in this one episode than they have in the entire MCU, which I'm not sure if that's true, but I get where that mindset is coming from because it's so good to see these characters get expanded on. So I loved, I love the action scene because I feel like it's kind of the best that we've gotten for Falcon specifically, just this one episode.
1: Ethan, what did you think of the action?
3: Oh,
2: um, this scene. Uh, this was so good. It reminded me a lot of the the beginning boat scene um, from Winter Soldier, except now we're giving Falcon like his time and like enough time to be like, okay, this is a cool character. Like, like he was cool before, but. He's learned, like he has his moves have gotten better. Like like that flying through the helicopter, that was awesome. And I did not expect them to, to bring Baltrog back. Like that was a cool um moment. It's yeah. I love him.
1: Like I def I definitely think we're gonna be seeing him like again.
2: Yeah. I mean I did not expect I was like, wait, I know who that is. Oh, oh my gosh. They brought him, but like, and it's, and Sam is just so cool.
1: And, yeah. So let's, um, and so we go into the next scene of Falcon, or should I say Sam? Falcon, Sam, uh, they're sitting at a table up, up here in the recent, uh, very close town in T- Tanzania. Um, and he's working on Red Wing. And uh, the Air Force liaison that worked with him, uh, is it Jacques
3: Torres? I don't I remember his first name. I know it's Torres is his
1: last name. But I remember his yeah, Torres. Name. I, I think I'll just, I can't remember his first name, so I, but I know Torres. Um, so he speaks with him um, and they start talking about uh, this new group going around called uh, the Flag Smashers who their mindset is that life was better during the blip in those five years when everyone, after everyone got snapped, that's when the world was at its best. And this group wants to return to that. And so um, after this scene, um, Sam goes off. He has to go do something. He tells Torres, you know, just stay safe. Just do some recon on them. That's fine. Um, And then, and, and that's pretty much that scene. So now we get to the stuff that uh, made me really happy. So we get to... Could hmm. I
0: cut in for a second? Yes. I did want to uh, talk about that specific scene where he's... uh, So I'm getting more and more confused with the MCU and the blip and the snap and all that other stuff. If I recall correctly, the blip was supposed to be... Everybody coming back, am I right?
1: I I believe I believe so. I mean, okay. I think it, it's all, like, we can talk about the snap and stuff, just those five years, I think. Um, I think, yeah, I think the blip is when everyone came back.
0: Yeah, because in here they're saying the, the, the Flag Smashers thought it was better during the blip, but why would it be better when everybody's
1: coming back? All right. Well, I think it was during that five years. I think okay. it's just like okay it's it's a the blip is just an overarching term to discuss like everything that happened post snap to everyone coming back.
0: Okay. Uh, Christian um, is in the chat saying the blip is the snap, which yeah is very confusing, yeah. but okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> um so we get to uh, Sam driving a Dodge truck. And where is he going, Ruben? He's going Back to home. one Delacro, Louisiana, hmm. and let me tell you, everybody. I mean we we got we got Louisiana and you know Captain Marvel and whatnot. So, but this is about. Let's see if I think about where I am at right now. Delacro is probably hour and a half from where I'm at right now. So, so it was it was. It's not that's not far in the grand scheme of things. It's all, I get on the interstate, I'm going to New Orleans, um, so I I think just personally I was very excited because you know I it's close to my area, so I was like oh an Avenger is from my area, yay, um, because I wonder personally for me I wonder if Sam, uh, Anthony Mackie had any say so since he's from New Orleans. It's like yeah let's make Sam from New Orleans. Area. Oh I didn't so, know that. Yeah he's from New Orleans, um, so very exciting personally an Avenger is close to my home. So very happy about that, but that's besides the point. So he drives up to what appears to be a, um, a pier, a dock, whatever you want to call it. And he gets out of the truck and you hear uncle Sam. And so these kids come up, turns out, uh, Sam is family owns a fishing boat company. And so, it was, I think it was nice to really show these characters, you know, outside of, you know, doing all this crazy stuff, because I know that's what the writer said, like, we spend all these, t- we want to spend time with these characters at home, and I think it really grounded Sam, where it's just like, oh, Sam comes from a, a working class family, who, you know, owns a fishing boat, uh, and like, they're struggling, um, like most businesses, probably, you know, we'll get more to, you know, it's weird that we're going to talk about MCU and businesses and loans here in a second, but... uh uh it it was really nice it shows just that you know these aren't these aren't gods these aren't you know billionaires with a bunch of bunch of money like this is working class family and i thought that was really nice to see uh the business is going under it seems like and sam's having some real difficulty dealing with that and um her i think his sister's name was sarah if i'm not mistaken I believe so. And so so he comes back saying, "Oh, what's happening? What's happening?" and she's like, "Well, you've been gone all this whole time." <laughs> and you know, he had he had the problem of Sam was one that was snapped. So, um, what 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 do we all think about this specific scene or just this setup of like seeing more into Sam Wilson's family? Um Ruben, what do you think? I think
0: it's good exposition to also show like uh, we're Well, I guess the conversation we're about to get into after this um, to show like just because he's a superhero doesn't mean he's getting paid to be one. You know, he's just doing it for the I, I guess the fame, which is cool and all. But like he's got to support a family like his sister is doing all the heavy lifting right now and he's just out playing superhero. I don't. I I get it but like no you family's first.
1: And I think there was that nice thing where it's like you're all fighting monsters and whatnot and I'm very thankful for that but like we're here dealing with all that too. We're we're dealing with tough stuff here as well. So uh Rob what did you think about seeing a little bit more into Sam Wilson's uh life?
3: Yeah, I I I loved it. I also like that too. I like that we were we got the awesome action sequence at the beginning, but I I love that we are Again, starting to dive deeper into these characters that we don't know too much about. We got a little bit of them in the movies, but for the most part, both Sam and uh, Bucky are kind of side characters. More so, Sam, but uh, it's good to see them in in the, in the in more of a spotlight role. And I love the the chemistry that these two had together. They really felt like brother and sister to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, and and it's super, super interesting. And I hope we get more of this because we got a lot of it in WandaVision, but I love hearing about the people that had to deal with the uh, life after the snap and what that was like for everyday people. I love hearing about that stuff. So more of that, I love it. So I'm glad that we are getting more of that in this uh, this series.
1: Ethan, what about you?
3: This is the stuff
2: um, I'm most excited about with the Disney Plus shows. Like getting to know these characters on on like a more personal level. So I love stuff like this. Like you have six episodes, so it it just makes, it kind of grounds it. Like it's, it was very kind of, it's kind of jarring to like get, oh, this is his sister. And like, he has a life outside of being an Avenger, but it's, it's great being able to see that. Like you saw a little, you did see that in WandaVision, like, you know, um, a little bit, like, before she um, created her space, you know, she was, like, driving a car and doing her normal, like, living her life outside of being an Avenger, and, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm loving it, and this is the stuff that I'm going to care about watching these kind of shows, these small moments of getting to know these characters, like, it's great.
1: I could I couldn't have said it better. I I can also can't believe we've gone this far without seeing Ruben in a hat. This is the first time I've ever seen him in a hat, so yeah. it's 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 really exciting. Yeah. Um, new stuff every day. Um, I think a, a specific line where Sam talked about how he's not selling, they're not selling the family legacy. I thought his sister's reaction and stuff was that was really good. It's like, well, you haven't been here. I you can't just like come in and save the day, like. I, I'm badass too. <laughs> I really, there. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then you know, you see the stuff where when he comes back, I was like, "Oh, Sam, hey, what you doing?" Uh, and so also yeah. they yeah. used Nola in this, which Nola is okay. All right. So there are discussions of how to pronounce New Orleans. It's New Orleans. It's not New Orleans. It's not Nolens, It's Not New Orleans. Deducted. I'm pretty sure it's, it's New true, Orleans. I would like to tell you it's not Nollins. NOLA is acceptable in marketing terms. And, you know, if sometimes you just want to say, you don't want to say New Orleans. You're a little lazy. I get it. It happens. NOLA is acceptable. New Orleans. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. yeah that's fine. New Orleans. So just to, to throw that out there. Um, and so now we have one half of the show. Let's get to the other half. Let's introduce one, Mr. Bucky Barnes. So we see what appears to be a museum of some kind, and um, everyone's like, oh, you're going to join us at the conference, blah, 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 stuff like that. And so, you know, a guy goes upstairs, and all of a sudden, guess who comes busting through the walls? One winter soldier. You see the silver arm. Uh, you see the long hair. Something's not right here. So, Bucky starts taking out all these people, it looks like he is on a mission of some kind, and when he takes out what appears to be his target, there is a what appears to be an Asian man standing there, and he is looking really scared because he knows what's probably about to happen. Bucky knows that this dude saw his face, well, not really because he had a mask on he saw him he can't he can't live right now, and so Reuben stepped away from his chair for a little bit so we won't get into the discussion because i want him to be here so how cool is his chair he's got a batman chair it's cool. really neat um i wonder how long it took to put that together we got yoshi looking at us we got what appears to be the 11th doctor's sonic screwdriver right there right next I appreciate
2: to him that.
1: so he's back were you just and, waiting for me uh, Oh, we filled time, Ruben. Don't okay. worry. I mean, you could uh, um, ask anybody else. It's okay, Ruben. You're okay. here. I want you to be part of the conversation. Okay. Because right. guess what, Ruben? What? What happens next is that Bucky wakes up from a nightmare. We see short hair Sebastian Stan. Hey, He's um, a little sweaty coming off the ground. He had a nightmare. And then we go into him going to therapy. And so Bucky appears to still have trouble you know getting over his past, you know he was brainwashed for 50 plus years. Yeah, that sounds about. And right. really have a mind of his own, so he's probably going to have nightmares about that. And so he's talking with his therapist who she was very mean by the way. She was real mean. <laughs> This is the type of therapist you need when you're dealing with a guy who's been brainwashed. Yep. Um, so she talks to him about, you know, are you still having the nightmares? No, I, I can't. I can't help you. I'm going to start writing in my notebook unless you start talking to me. And um, you can tell that they bring up some, I think some, this is probably one of the most important scenes in the show. Is Bucky at therapy specifically when they're when they're talking about, you know, Bucky, you've been fighting for 90 years, give or take, and now you don't have anything to fight. What, what does that do to a person? Like what, when you have to go through such change like that, what, what does that mean? And you can tell Bucky is still, he still doesn't know how to handle it. He's, he's been going forward, forward, forward in missions and missions and missions. Now that's done. Now his best friend is gone. What oh, shit. What does that mean? And I think they bring it up perfectly like it's the quiet moments that are the worst. That, that's, that's when things are terrible for him. It's the quiet moments. And so just what a perfect scene with camera work and just the theming and whatnot theming talking like a theme park ride here uh so the therapist talks to him about you know the three rules one nothing illegal can't do anything illegal and we get these shots of you know bucky uh out and about you know trying to make amends which we go into rule three here trying to make amends into his past he talks about a specific congress uh congresswoman who you know he in his Hydra days, he helped put her there, and she, you know, is still being kind of an asshole. So he goes to meet her in the parking lot, and it goes into rule two: nobody gets hurt. Immediately after that, dude gets punched in the face. So I thought that was, I thought that was nice, and um, and then we get into rule three, which is telling people he is contacting them that he's no longer the Winter Soldier. He's trying to make amends, and you see. Like after he punches her and goes, like, hi, I'm the Winter Soldier. You may remember me. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Have a nice day. And then, you know, the feds come up and get her. But I think it was nice that, you know, Bucky, even though it's not really his fault, he is brainwashed. Correct. Like he had no control over his body, but he's still trying to make amends. Like, look, I, I know it wasn't me, kind of, but I hurt a lot of people. So I like the list that he gets um, writing on. So what do you guys think specifically about the therapy scene? Ruben, we're going to start with you.
0: Oh my God. What a great scene! For uh, like, he looks terrified every time she goes to write in that notebook. So he's basically bending to her will, uh, essentially, so to speak. Um, and I love it. I love that he's trying to make amends for all the wrong that he did when he was brainwashed. Um, the rest of the episode kind of gets a little hard for me cause I, I feel really bad for Bucky. Um, but this is, I, I, I
3: love the,
0: uh, therapy scene. Yeah.
1: Ro, what about you?
3: Yeah, I, I love it too. You touched on it a little bit with the uh, cinematography and it was so well shot. I think, uh, with Bucky, just with the forest scene behind him, it, it looked so beautiful um, they had a lot of close-up shots of both of them when they were speaking to each other, the therapist and, and Bucky. I thought it was shot really well. And Ruben said, like, the therapist was super mean, but kind of who you need for a guy who's been brainwashed. And I totally agree. I feel like Bucky needs that kind of tough love uh, therapy rather than what I guess I would need when I if I were to go to therapy. Something not like that at all. But I feel like uh, Bucky needs something like that. And, yeah, him, him going through the, the motions and trying to make amends it it hits hard because like you guys are saying it's not it wasn't him it really wasn't him he feels guilty for it and as any human would be but it really wasn't so it does it it wasn't really wasn't him so it really does hit hard to see him hurting so much and the little uh, nod that he gave to Wakanda like the only time that I had peace was when I was that little brief little moment in Wakanda I was like damn yeah ever since then I've been going from fight to fight to fight and Yeah. And we're going to see, we've seen what that does to a person and hopefully Bucky will be able to recover from all of that. But uh, we'll talk about his, the first person on the list later, which is, damn, really, really hit hard.
1: Ethan, Ethan, what about you?
2: Oh, this scene was this. I rewatched it yesterday and this scene made the episode for me. Like it's. Again it's these small mo- it's like these small moments and like you wouldn't like you wouldn't get this I don't think in a film like Bucky in therapy in a movie. Like this is so good and yeah, like the therapist was hard on him but like like we've all said like he needs that. Like he's been the winter soldier for like ninety years. He needs that. And having to deal with all of it. Um, little aside um, when they're going over the steps, there's a watchdog fan in that writing room, because um, I I laughed when I watched it the second time. Like he hacks just like Aiden Pierce does, and he even has a hat on. <laughs> huh. Like there's
1: I didn't notice that. Yeah,
3: that's awesome. <laughs> like
2: there's there's got to be a watchdog fan in that in that writing room, and it made me laugh. I was like, oh my gosh, but I this scene was great. Um, the therapist, um, is a good actress as well. I've seen her in a lot of uh, TV shows and she usually plays that type of character. Like she's awesome. And, uh,
1: after after the therapy scene we get to a scene where Bucky's walking down the street to uh to No York they're arguing at that right, Ruben. Hey, yeah. Hey, 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 he's got my trash in his trash can. Hey.
0: I didn't hear anything you just said. <laughs> None of that was coherent.
1: Okay. I said we gotta I I couldn't tell if Bucky was in New York or not. He Anyone was. Know if he was in New yes, York. Yes, he was. Yeah. He so was. a couple of two New Yorkers arguing. Ruben, like, yeah, hey, get your trash out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so Bucky uh, definitely starts talking more to the old older gentleman. Uh, what was his name? Yuri Yuri
0: so I, I, I want to say Yuri, but that sounds wrong. His
1: name was U- Yuri. Yuri. one. Oh, Yuri. Yeah. Okay, and so uh, they're going out to lunch. He says, "I'm going to buy you lunch." Um, so they go to this, um, you know, this Japanese restaurant, and you know, they start they start having a conversation, particularly about Bucky's love life, little dating life. He hadn't met anybody, and so Yori just at, hits on and asks the waitress at the restaurant, "Hey, he likes you. He wants to go on a date with you." And so, like, oh, here we go. I mean, obviously, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, no one's going to look at Sebastian Stan and go, ew. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I thought it was really fun. It was a cute moment um, with Bucky because, you know, he's so out of, it, out of his element here. Which is funny because, like, you know, in First Avenger, he was the ladies' man. Like, getting all the ladies, like, with Steve uh, in the first movie. And now he's just, like, fish out of water. He d- He doesn't know what to do. And and so you think the scene is about to be really nice and sweet and stuff. And then it just takes a 180 turn when Yori is talking about his son that was killed. And then you're like, oh, my God, I know why Bucky is hanging out with this guy. Because when I first saw the scene, I thought it was like an old war buddy or something that was still alive. And then that is not the case. That is not the case at all. And so Bucky still feels tremendous guilt um, for what has happened. So he's doing his best to make amends. And it was just, it, it really hurt. Because as we talked about, Bucky didn't, this wasn't him. But he still feels terrible for what happened. And I, I thought it was just, oh, it was impactful. So does anyone have, uh, Ruben, do you have any thoughts about this scene?
0: uh well like i touched on it before it was hard to watch just because i immediately put two and two together um and i was like oh fuck like he's being a friend to the guy who lost his son which i I, he actually killed and i'm just i feel bad for Bucky, because again, like we keep saying, it wasn't his fault, but he's got to deal with the consequences and it sucks. Life sucks. Life
1: sucks. Yeah. Bro, what about you? About you?
3: Yeah, I, I'm the same the same way. It took me a little while. It wasn't until uh, Yuri t- started talking about about his son that I realized what was going on. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's a tough life for the Bucky, everything that he did uh, during Winter Soldier's time is is still haunting him. Obviously, so uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting how he makes amends with with this guy in particular. For everyone else, it seems like I just it's kind of an easier way to it's easier to right the wrongs of the congresswoman. I'm not sure who else is on his list, but that seemed like an an easier one to cross off your list. It's going to be interesting to see how does he just tell him the truth? Like how does how does it look? How does he? lift that guilt off of his spirit i I can't wait to see how how that happens um but yeah it's it's still hard to watch like ruben said
1: (laughs) ethan what about you
2: i i loved getting to see um bucky trying to date um (laughs) like and being like when she's like how old are you and he's like 106 and she's like oh my god that's so funny and he's like yeah that's hilarious like um, and then, like, there's, like, a little joke where he's, like, what's wrong with Pinochle? Like, he's such an old man. Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, I love old man Bucky. Like, this is, um, but I didn't even catch that, uh, Yuri was, um, related to somebody on his list until the second watch. And I, that made it so much more impactful. Um, like, I thought he was just, like, somebody that he connected to just because like he's older so he connects obviously he he's gonna connect like bucky's a bit of a boomer he's gonna connect to the older crowd um and i didn't even catch that but like the second time i watched it i was like oh he's he's trying to make amends by befriending the guy and he's gonna find out i think eventually he'll find out and we'll have to deal with that so that's
1: interesting. And um, so after this, yeah, the the date scene was funny, uh, especially with the little cat. Yeah, just trying to stop it. Uh, but then you know he feels just really guilty, and so he it's fun. It's bad because he can't have a normal life now. Uh, he's he's never going to be able to have a normal life as much as he tries. Like, it, I, I just the guilt that he probably feels is just oh, it's too much. But we get to. Um the next scene where we see Torres is in Switzerland and is part of this was the weirdest scene I think because there's like no context whatsoever it just shows up um when apparently someone's handing out masks with face prints on them with hand prints on them and then they're robbing a bank and then apparently one of those guys guys has a little super soldier in him cuz he's able to kick people really far punch people really far and I think this is I don't think uh, the flag smashers and stuff were really this important this episode because this was really about getting Falcon and Winter Soldier like where they're at right now. I think definitely gonna get be getting a whole lot of more of this group later, but um, yeah, just your typical. All right, these are the bad guys. This is what we're gonna be, have to be dealing with. Uh, Fair, but we get to the next scene where uh, Sam and Sarah are getting ready to go to the bank. Look out for a loan to help the fishing company, and it. I saw someone mention this because like you'll never. It was funny. I forget who it was, but it was like you'll never see DC do stuff where people in a bank trying to get a loan. Um, Marvel will do that. Uh, I I I wish I remember who said it because it was it was a really good idea.
0: But didn't but we go? Having... Hmm? Didn't we see that in DC? What? Somebody trying to get a loan. I'm pretty sure it was Martha. <laughs> Trying to get a loan yeah. for the house.
2: Martha was trying to get a loan for the house.
0: Yeah. In yeah,
2: you're right. In
1: what
0: <laughs> movie? Uh, Batman vs. Superman. Batman,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Great movie. Either way. Great movie. You watch right, it. Yeah, it is a good movie. But either way, um, it gets to another scene that made me hoot and holler. It said, I know you from somewhere. Didn't you play for LSU? And I'm like,
2: oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs>
1: Um, so, cause I don't know if anyone knows this, but this is the first mention of an actual sports team anywhere in the MCU. Like in Falcon and, Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier on his list where it was like, you know, the 1966 World Cup final or something like that. But we never had like an actual sports team be mentioned, I don't believe. And the first one is LSU. LSU is officially MCU canon, my alma mater. Yes, let's do it. You know, Alabama and all these teams can have their national championships. We exist in a world where Spider-Man knows who we are. So suck it, Alabama and everyone else. We we got this. We're but good. That, again, that's also um, not
0: true. We saw Mets Stadium in Endgame.
1: But did they mention it?
0: You don't need Were to mention m- it because you see Mets
1: it. Were <laughs> the Mets mentioned?
0: No, but you see it. No, no, I'm okay, wrong. Okay, okay, I'm
1: okay. Nope. I remember Captain America, First Avenger. Talked about the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, did. the first college team, first football team. Okay. How about that? Is that okay. make you feel better? I yeah, feel excited me, now. That makes me but feel let better. Let me have this. Okay. All right. I just want okay, you to know I'm that New York. Just,
2: I'm just, I'm just glad you're happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want you to know is in every freaking Marvel movie. That's let right, me have it. Right. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Anywho, so we get to um, them trying to get a loan, and you you would think that, you know, Falcon really has connections. Apparently that's not working, really. Uh, You find out that Tony Stark may not have been paying anybody, which this has been a weird thing on the internet the last few days. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Tony, you know, I guess it's different. Like, hey, you can live in Avengers, the Avengers campus and stuff you'll to have everything taken care of. But I guess it's one of those where your job really is to be an avenger. So, but why I'll is pay Tony
0: everything else? Why is
1: Tony paying them? Exactly. This is the confusion that's been happening. Everyone's been getting on to Tony Stark this weekend okay. since I the episode aired saying he's a terrible person. It's yeah. like, whoa, hold up, oh wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Um, but it does bring up a pretty big issue that could have come up with you know half the population of the earth coming back this is going to create a bunch of craziness you know and you know with banks the housing market and stuff like that oh my god we got so boring so quickly um but you know this is something that would happen um you know it's just people get denied loans and it's it's awful because you know you would think that you know With everything that Sam has done for, I don't know, the universe, they'd be like, you know what, we can help you out here. We're definitely like, we're going to take care of you because you took care of us and stuff like that. But I, I think it's just, this happens daily. And just to see it in the MCU, where it's just like, it's more in people's brains now, where it's like, look, a lot of people are, you know, not, are struggling. There's so many people that are struggling out there. And um, I think this episode especially, I think it shows, uh, especially with minority groups. Like, and in the end of the episode, it's going to be an even more, I think, prominent example of it. But it's just like, hey, man, thank you for fighting wars for me, but we can't do anything for you. Sorry about that. We're just going to help out the people that we want to help out. I know but, this is a bad the, time,
0: but can I get a selfie? Oh, I hated. Yeah, that. Uh, I hated that uh, line.
1: Like the first one was good. Was like, "Oh my God, you're Falcon! Oh, thank you so much." It's like, "Oh, hey, you I never really just denied a loan to you. You but, also
0: hey. haven't really done anything for five years. Oh, gee, I wonder why."
1: <laughs> yeah, I was not existing. I was uh,
2: in the Soul Stone. What were you up to, sir?
1: No. So. It's just, mm, it, it. I think it was a very powerful scene because I, I think Falcon really it, it hit Falcon really hard because like, oh, I'm used to you know I'm with the Avengers, I'm used to things pretty much going my way. What the hell? So I thought the I thought the bank scene was was pretty pretty great. Uh, what, what did y'all think? Ruben, start with you.
0: Yeah, the bank scene was a, a weird weird thing. Again, the guy was wrong place, wrong time, guy. Like, mm-hmm. you sh- probably should have known that he was blipped for five years. Um, just because you haven't seen him in five years. Like, I, that's... I, I don't know. Um, but also, like, cut the guy some slack. Like, you you know what he does. You can't just talk to your manager and be like, hey, it's freaking Falcon. Can we do cut the guy some slack? And, like, we know he's good for it if anything i'm pretty sure he could probably just ask shield for the money you know
1: yep yeah what's all i got no, no. Ro, what do you think
3: yeah again like when we were what I was saying earlier it's so interesting to see what effects the blip has on the economy as weird as that sounds but yeah it was, it was super interesting to to watch this scene and ultimately see it not work out in their favor and it just being ultimately unfair because, like you guys said, he wasn't here to, to make Buddy. And when he was here, apparently he wasn't making money with, with the Avengers. I don't know. That's interesting as well. But um, yeah, I, it's even, even this little side story is super interesting. I mean, I, I'd love to see how what they do with the boat, how that uh, impacts the, the sister and the brother relationship. It's interesting to see that for sure. I love the argument that they had outside where Sam and and Sarah kind of got into it. And and Sarah had a great point with like, you were away, dude. Like you don't get to come back and play the hero. And then Sam had like a piss poor excuse. And then just like, you really going to do that on me? Even though, you know, I'm right. And he's like, yep, just, I just love the chemistry between them. It's super brother and sister. Like I have a little sister as well. And it's just like, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. But um, yeah, I, I hope it works out for them. That's, that's all I really have to say on that.
1: That's an excellent point. Um, Ethan, what What did you think about the bank scene?
2: Uh, this, I I like it. I, I feel like, come on, guy. <laughs> like, they do literally save the universe, like half the universe and can't get a break. Like, I don't know. It, I get what the show is trying to say. Like, they kind of cover it in um, Far From Home as well. Like, when Mae Parker comes back and she says, oh, people were living in my apartment. Like, um, they, of course, there it's covered more for comedy. This, um, WandaVision and Winter- and this are kind of covering the more serious aspects, which I like. Um, but I was, I, by the end of the scene, I, I just wanted to be, like, I just wanted to shake the guy and be, like, do something for them. Give the Wilsons a loan. Come on, they deserve it. Like, uh. Um, and yeah, like I love Sarah; she's great. Um, I I love their relationship. Uh, they have awesome chemistry. Like, yeah. So.
1: It's very well put, Ethan. So, now, let's get to the most talked about moment of this episode. So, we see Sam uh, sitting in. And- what well, appears to be the family house, and um, it's doing something. All of a sudden, Sarah says, "Sam, you need to come see this." And so, Sam looks at the TV, and you, something is about to happen. Like there was a there was a weird feeling in the air. I didn't know what was going to happen, and so this. Freaking dude from the government, man, just gets up there, talks about how, you know, Captain America was our hero. And we we have the Avengers, but we need somebody to protect America, which is why in partnership with the Department of Defense, I am proud to unveil our new hero and who comes out but this wish store looking motherfucking Captain America. (laughs) And you know they say welcome, Captain America, and it's just like what the fuck? That's not him. Don't you don't you dare that? Really that and then it's back to Civil War, Tony. That shield doesn't belong to you. So, and then the episode ends, and it's like those motherfuckers. Ruben, I can say fuckers on the show, right? Of course. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. So very upset jet they thought they could just hand the shield off to somebody and just like hey you off the street you want to be captain america also what the hell i know cap used guns in world war ii when he was fighting but you know all he needed was the shield he didn't need to have a gun strapped to his side what the, what is this i'm so upset right now well to be That's fair
0: this is not captain america i don't think this guy has the super soldier serum so I guess close. we'll find out yeah.
1: soon. But Ruben, what did you think of this angry scene?
0: Yeah, uh, this looked like the rental guy that you charge, you know, 25. Well, that he charges 25 bucks to come up dressed up as Cap <laughs> to your party. It was, uh, mm-hmm. ugh, I, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I All I picture is his face smiling, and I'm like, oh, that's... <laughs> Yeah,
1: it doesn't look good.
0: I mean, the suit looks okay, but,
1: like, ugh. Yeah, the suit looks fine. Yeah. I have no problem with the suit, but, like, it's... it's just his uh, face.
0: His face just...
1: Mm. I just want to punch it. Like that's it. Steve Rogers?
0: Yeah. Also, like, I would f- feel pretty bad. Uh, not pretty bad. I'd feel really upset at myself if, it was a, if I was in Sam's shoes because you literally just gave them that freaking shield and here they mm-hmm. are giving it to somebody else that's not you
1: <laughs> like yeah.
0: that's kind of fucked up
1: uh bro what did, what did you think
3: yeah it it definitely sucks i'm 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 again super interested to see how this is going to turn out how falcon potentially gets the shield back what this guy is going to do with it but yeah it's it it's awful that after him giving it up and the government guy saying you made the right decision. And literally days later, I don't even know how long it was. It could be less than days later. I don't even know. Giving the shield to to this guy and him coming out in the end, everyone cheering, losing it after also clapping at Sam's uh, speech. You know, it's like, it's so uh, two-faced, I I think is the, the best word that I can use, which I, again, in real context hate but in the context of the show it's like it's a super interesting uh theme and something that i'm excited for them to dive into but as a fan obviously i'm super upset that that this happened but um i think it's going to be an interesting thing to uh, to watch play out for sure
1: i i definitely agree with you there i think it's um it'd be interesting to see just from the cuz i know the writers said they were going to discuss you know, racial issues and stuff in the show. And I think this is, this is a a big one, you know, like the next captain America is Sam. Yeah. But you guys aren't ready for that. I don't know why you don't think you're not ready for that. And we have to come out with this dude. (laughs) So I, I'm really excited. I agree with you. 100% row. I think like I am upset at this, but I think this is going to lead to some very good um, character stuff for Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, what do you think?
2: Um, I was not okay. No, that's a lie. I I <laughs> thought they would do something like this. Um, and then I put in my notes too after I watched it last night. I the guy looks like Carl Fredricksen. So, <laughs> um, like, like I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And then like, or like, I had just watched the Snyder Cut and I saw a tweet and it was like. Whedon's cut versus Zack Snyder's cut. And it was two pictures the two pictures of the different caps. But I'm obviously Sam's gonna get the shield back and I'm really interested to see how it happens. Like and where we go from like here to the end of the series.
1: Indeed. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. it I think it's gonna be great. Um so That's the end of the episode. Um, I think one thing I specifically want to talk about is I enjoy how both of these shows are dealing with grief in their own way. So, like, you know, Wanda has to deal with something where, you know, Vision is dead. Vision's gone. She has to deal with that. This is a world. This is a show where, you know, Captain America, we don't know if he died or not, but he hung up the shield. And it deals with more so of, like, the legacy of what's going on. I think that's what's going to be the key of this show is legacy. And what kind of legacy is Sam and Bucky going to have going forward? Now that they're, you know, their friend—I don't want to say mentor because you know they're kind of all the same age, kind of uh, relatively speaking. But you know, what 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 is that going to what's that going to do? What's it going to be like to have the weight of you know holding the most probably iconic symbol in the MCU? Now you're you're up. This is you. You're up at bat. And so I, th- I think that's going to be really interesting to see. I'm really excited to see it. Um, so uh, right now, let's get into theories of what we think is going to happen with the rest of the show since we just had episode number one. Ruben, where do you think this show is going to go?
0: Um, I think that Bucky is going to turn into uh, the White Wolf, if I remember correctly. Um, just, beca- just for the reasoning of mentioning wakanda i think he's going to go back to wakanda he's gonna you know pow out with those guys and he's probably going to become the white wolf white wolf or white fang i think it's white wolf
1: right
3: i think
0: it's white wolf Wolf. okay white
1: wolf yeah yeah that's all i got gotcha where where do you think the show is going to go
3: um that that sounds awesome by the way ruben i'd love to love that thank you um uh I I really don't know. Like I I I love the comics but I'm not that deep into them where I can pull theories from the comics like oh you know that story would be really would fit really well into this uh this show. I can't do that. Um I know that the guy from Civil War is in this show. I'm blanking on his name. Um oh, the guy Zemo.
2: With... I can Zemo. Yes.
3: Forgot. Yes, Zemo is in this and I I believe his whole from civil war was that a world without superheroes is is the better world isn't that correct that was his his uh his plan trying to get rid of the avengers so they would be no more so i feel like he's going kind of like the syndrome route from uh like In- incredibles like if everybody's special no one is and he's kind of like spreading around the the super super soldier serum to all of his followers and i think he's part of this group I, again i don't know i'm assuming he's part of the the laf group so obviously that dude that was smashing torres around has a super serum soldier in his blood or else he wouldn't be able to do that crazy stuff so Mm -hmm. i feel like he's going to try and and kind of spread the the wealth of the superhero uh powers around to the masses and so everybody is technically super if everyone's super no one is the whole incredibles idea but uh, that's where i think it's going
1: that uh, I would like to. I also thought it was crazy that I think that Mephisto is the new Captain America. Just throwing that out there. Oh, Mephisto, Captain America. It's it's going to happen. Uh, the signs are there, Ruben. The signs are there. Okay. And this video, I say I will tell you why. So, Ethan, what do you what do you think the show is going to go?
2: Um. Okay. First of all, n- no Mephisto. Don't bring that up here. But, <laughs> um, but. I think we're, we're going to see Sam. Like, my main theory right now is Sam will get the super soldier serum by the end of the series.
0: Whoa, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like that a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, because I was kind of like, not. But now that we've seen other people that have some kind of super soldier serum in them, I'm like, oh, that might happen. And I believe it happens in the comics, too. But I might be wrong. Um, so that's my main thing and then Bucky um, going back to Wakanda and being White Wolf um, I think that'll happen by the end of the series and maybe he'll be in the Black Panther or in the Wakanda series and maybe regular as well
0: maybe we don't even get him like officially becoming the White Wolf maybe we just see him saying like yeah I think I might go back to Wakanda and figure some stuff out
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Just, Save that for the movies. Yep,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think overall I think this was a good start of this show. The slow burn. Um but I also did see today that this was the most watched season premiere of any show Disney Plus has ever had. Ooh, huh. So I think that was wild. I think it just shows how much people you know, how big the MCU brand is, how much people like these two characters, you know, the hype after WandaVision. Everyone loved WandaVision. Like, oh, this is what the Disney Plus shows can be. Oh, man, these are great. Um, so I'm very excited going forward because, uh, you know, we got five episodes left. So it's not like we have a, we have eight more to go. Like, So these are going to start picking up pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Sam and Bucky are going to be together next episode. Yeah. Ready to go. It's gonna um, be great. Couples so,
0: therapy. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> I'm uh really, really excited. Um but yeah, that's the end of our discussion here on the first episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. I wanna thank uh Ro I thank you and Ethan for joining us uh this evening. Now here's the end and we have some plugs to give out. So Ruben, what would you like to plug? Um we
0: are doing a community stream, uh I wanna say nine fifteen Eastern. Of Among Us, so it's probably going to be an hour. Feel free to hit me up if you want to join at that guy Tuesday on Twitter. Um, next, the next couple shows are going to be Attack on Titan tomorrow with the usual crew. We have Ryan is doing anime nation this week i believe he said that he's discussing the new season of anime so spring 2021 very exciting stuff
1: i still i still don't get this spring season stuff with anime i'll talk
0: to you after the show
1: about it you'll tell um, me when i'm older yeah 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 okay.
0: um and richie is also doing his uh lit rpg show on to thursday which I'm i'm hoping it's cool we'll see
1: we shall. Yes, uh, we shall. Ro, what would you like to plug?
3: Um, I will just plug my Twitter, which is R-A-U-W-R-O. You can basically find everything that I'm doing from there. I have a YouTube channel under the same name. Um, I write a little bit on ThankYouGames.com, but if you follow me at, on Twitter, you'll be able to see what I am up to.
1: He's a star, everyone. Follow him. <laughs> Ethan. My friend, what yes. are you going to be plugging?
2: I'll plug my Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Ethan brennan, where you can find me uh, tweeting that I need therapy after these shows um, and thirsting after Sebastian Stan most of the time, or Tom Holland, one or the other.
0: Ethan, I didn't know. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've actually put Sebastian Stan as your picture for the episode.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> no problem.
1: Yes, uh, I, I can attest. Ethan is one of the nicest people on the internet. So please follow him. Show him some love. Oh. He deserves it. So, uh, I guess, like Reuben says, you can catch us here. Penultimate Conquest. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow, donate, whatever you want to do. We appreciate you very much. Now, until next time, we shall see you here at the Marble Mondays Initiative.